Hey guys, guys. Welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast, podcast Deeper um, Into the Dark, where two friends <laughs> descend into true crime, the paranormal, and all things strange like us. Look, we got mine, guys. Okay, it's it's Moscato. <laughs> Look, guys, we have rosé, you say. Rosé all day. Thank you. That's how you drink rain, right? It's giving... Mm-hmm. It's giving... Mm-hmm. Sweet. <laughs> it's giving... <laughs> what did Greg say? Sword. It tastes like soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving sweet floral with um, a hint of depression. Oh, wait. No, it's me. <laughs> Maybe it's Moscato. Maybe it's clinical depression. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's clinical depression. I'll never tell. Mm. Mystery in the house. I'm so afraid I'm going to drip this shit. Drop. <laughs> hey, guys. We got Dr. Pepper, too. <laughs> Why get the koozies if you're going to say what it I is? I mean, we have dip, too. We, ha- we made our own soda pop. <laughs> We just really like the color red. <laughs> Deep red. Burnt dark red. Burnt dark red. So Christina's in a dominatrix mode. She's like a little bitch. <laughs> She's been saying that for like two minutes now. It's Get color- on your knees, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here like, you little scoundrel. <laughs> You're not even worth licking my boots. <laughs> little you little bitch. <laughs> I was doing it with a straight face. Not she laughing. was living for it. And I'm like, okay, Christina, we found your new career path, dominatrix. Hey, I heard it pays. It does. I don't even have to have sex. I just have to tell usually middle-aged white men. With too much money to give me what money. What to do. Oh, what do you want from me? Mm-mm. Well, it looks like you're going to have to... Give me a reward, don't you think? Or not a oh, reward. No. What do they what call that? that? Well, anyway, she just says it, and that person gives her a specific amount when she says that. And she's like, yeah, that's right, you dirty little fuck. But yeah, she's one of those verbal dominatrix where just people just call in, and they like to get like humiliated and dominated over the phone, and then they like <laughs> give her money whenever she expects it. Oh, yeah, stroke that little dick of yours. <laughs> oh, you think your dick is big? Yeah, compared to my cleat? No. <laughs> That shit wouldn't even fit in this tight ass. <laughs> oh, you have a big dick? Hmm, didn't bring my microscope to see it. <laughs> microscope. Can't tell. I don't have my magnifying glass, you little dick bitch. <laughs> shrimp dick bitch. Yeah, you little shrimp dick fuck. <laughs> see, dominatrix. Now get back on your fucking knees until I say to get up. People listening are probably like, like, what's going on? What the fuck? What is this? (laughs) Sorry, guys. What is this? (laughs) Sorry, guys. It's the rose. Sorry, that's for our Patreon. (laughs) It's the rose, you say. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That's just me. It's not Moscato. Are you doing this? Because I told you not to do this. Yeah. 
Now I'm like, I just want to grab it. I mean, it. you can do it when you're drinking it. Just don't hold it. Like, I don't do this only... for a long time. That's how your wine gets warm. You got to hold it by the stem. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you got to hold it. <laughs> just drop it all over my laptop. <laughs> oh my goodness okay we're growing up so we're drinking wine um <laughs> i'd hope so <laughs> i'm not underage at all yeah <laughs> like last the other episode where i'm like yeah i do this drugs we don't we don't do drugs at all <laughs> no us drugs please i'm a i'm a i'm a responsible person well, besides being responsible, how have you been? Oh, thank you. Um, first time you asked me. <laughs> okay, not first, but definitely second. <laughs> I've been okay. Um, just working, doing my thing. I hate saying that so much. I say that every time. I just doing my thing and working. But like, that's all I do. <sighs> Nothing interesting yet. No. But we no, we no. have plans to do things. When we'll do them, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> We're still planning. <laughs> so much planning thing. behind the scenes, brainstorming, and then we just go to sleep. Or at least and I And then do. TikTok, or what, it, yeah, you send it to me. TikTok, TikTok for videos. Hours. I send her 120 every hour. Pretty much. <laughs> I will say, um, last week, I only had 35, which <gasps> it's usually 90 a day, so oh you went God. down a little. <laughs> you know what that means. That you know. don't want to send me videos anymore. Because you're not watching them. So I'm like, oh, she's not cool enough anymore. She doesn't deserve my love. Because I was watching them last night. I was like, oh, wow, there's only 35. She's okay. like, I'm done. I'm going to knock this out. <laughs> Please. I'm used to 90. <laughs> Honestly. I give it like, I'll be there for like good three hours just watching videos. And then she's like, God damn, my eyes burn. And then I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then I go and. I'll kind of try to go back and see what you commented. And you're like, oh, this is so sad. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> She's all giggling and shit. She's like, whoa, this is not what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> or there was one where I was like, I was like laughing. Like I wanted to send the laughing emoji. And then he, he sent like numerous faces of the like, oh, face. And went, isn't this so cute? And I was like. Oh, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> just looked at it and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, she. This is her thing. She likes to send that a lot, and it pisses me off." I'm like, "Did she even watch it, or did she just say okay?" <laughs> That's what I think. This is okay. And if I send a sad, crying face, it means the video's no longer available because I took too long. I know it's been like four months. What was it? Uh, at one point, when you were sending me videos, I didn't know that I had um, what do you call uh, like. A thing where I couldn't see above 18 years old on my profile and you were sending me inappropriate air quotes videos and I'm like I can't see these videos and you're like oh it's still up and then uh, you're like maybe you have it on some like privacy Parental thing discretion yeah. or some so shit. I went and looked and I was like sure enough <laughs> and I was like oh let me take that off <laughs> and I've been getting weird shit since <laughs> Just butts and bulges and tits. Actually, it's been a lot of butts. A lot of booty. A lot of booty. Booty. Got that Half cake. the time I send it to you. Yeah, she's like, check this guy out. 
Uh, I'm like, yeah, I already saw it like two weeks ago. I know. Honestly, my TikTok is starting to look like your two-week-old TikTok. I know. And I'm like, that was so last week. Get, okay. Get with the times. It's all about Jasper. <laughs> Jasper. I can't do it. <laughs> how have you been, Christina? Oh, well, let me finish off. Uh, nothing else. But anyways, how have you been, Christina? <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, everybody that is close to me knows that I'm not mentally doing well right now, but it's more hormone-based. So you're not doing mentally comfortable right now? Yeah, um, which is not like me. It's very weird. People at work have been noticing, too, and they're like, are you doing okay? I'm like, no. <laughs> I just want to sit here in silence, do my job, and go home. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, so, and I was waiting for my insurance, but and then I found out um, two days ago that I've had access to, inter- uh, to insurance, that they no longer were doing the 90-day period thing, and I was told 90 days, but I didn't read the email, and then uh, realized that I could have had insurance this entire time, and I missed the deadline to sign up for it, and so I have to wait until December, so I have to look for my own insurance. You're kidding. No. Oh so my gosh. I tried looking yesterday, but I ended up uh, just hanging out with uh, one of my friends the pool all day, so I didn't really look into it. And then to last night and this morning, I finished my story. So I will look for insurance this week so I can go see what is happening here. It's so fun being a girl, being a woman. So much fun. Being a woman. Being a woman. A woman. An independent woman. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just wanted to be real with you guys because, you know, it's not always rainbows and sunshines. You know. Is that a song? I don't rainbows know. Rainbows and sunshine. Uh, and rain yeah. Or something. I feel like I've heard that. Sorry. It is, actually. But I wasn't thinking that song, but yeah. I was. <laughs> Ollie. Ollie. But yeah. But other than that, I mean, I still love my job and stuff. I just don't want to. Like, it, it was a struggle getting up and deciding to go to work. I've been late to work, but not, like, that much, but, like, uh, like a few minutes and such. But, yeah, it's a choice to leave my my trailer every day. I'm just like, mm. uh, you love this dog? Yeah, unfortunately. You love eating? <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> You gotta go to work so you can make money. Just keep this stuff. Okay, I'm going right now. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't know how you do it. Because if it was me, I'd be like, I could be good with homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just need to find myself a rich man. <laughs> and then we can quit. Honestly, we should be looking for sugar daddies. <laughs> Even that, like, um, I'm not going to say who, because I don't want to bring up stuff. But one of my friends did do the whole sugar daddy thing. And they all want sugar, and I need a, I need a sugar-free daddy. She needs. <laughs> you can give me money. <laughs> you no know, sexy. Nothachi, nothachi. I say you look okay, and that's it. And you give me monies. And then maybe, depending on the amount of money, I'll send you some type of photo. But I will not have sex with you. <laughs> hey, he might be cute. I don't know. No, some of these were not. <laughs> I'm talking about the guy that you might get. Oh, even then. Even I don't if know. he's got a big dong? I don't know. Or like a really nice tight body. 
well, what if everything is nice and he doesn't perform well? It's like really bad sex. Then you charge extra for dealing with that. <laughs> or he's like one of those ones that just go on forever. And I'm like, oh, we've been at this for two hours. How do you have the stamina? You're 60. Come on. <laughs> That's when you fake it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so finished. Woo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you do when you finish. <laughs> That's what I do right there. <laughs> oh, wait, you do the tombstone. That's your finishing yeah. move. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Head between my knees and everything. <laughs> and then you're on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you secure a spot. <laughs> and then you finish him with the tombstone. Oh, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, that's been my life lately. That's. I love how cat hair got in here. Girl, I could have told you. This thing was probably. That bottle wasn't even open and there was cat hair in it, probably. (laughs) Because of fucking winter. They're not even in this room. (laughs) Yeah. They just live here, so. Their hair, like, is in the ceiling and every now and then it's like, oh, let's fall down. Into their it's drink. like a seasonal thing, just like a or like a natural a windstorm comes through and like just a wall of cat fur goes over everything. Oh God! Instead of like a sandstorm, a cat fur storm. <laughs> just and then all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> I have a hairball. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm sorry, Christina. I hope you f- get things in order and you feel better. Me too. I know your um, um, Mother Nature's gift every month has been bothering you consistently. <laughs> and um, I hope... It's been uh, lasting all month. <laughs> I hope you get that sorted and fixed so you can feel better. Because I know yeah. it's been a drag for you, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's been a drag on the rag. <laughs> and on her wallet. <laughs> Yes, I have to buy more freaking products. That's just ridiculous. Like, it should just be free at this mm-hmm. point. Or at least give us, like, a discount. Because <laughs> I've spent so much money just exactly. this month alone. Mm-hmm. Well. Well, I hope things get better. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't live by my motto that I usually go by. <laughs> when in doubt, rub, rub one, one out. <laughs> because that's a no right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> when in doubt, rub it in because there's stuff. No, like earlier, I was like, oh yeah, before we have the show, I just need to stick in a tampon real quick. Just gotta she's stick like, one in. <laughs> she's like, I'm just basically free flowing right now. I'll stick one. <laughs> I'll stick one in later. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Thanks, Christina. I needed that visual. <laughs> just. I was like, I'm just letting the clots flow right now. <laughs> hey, whatever gets you through the day. Lessens my cramp pains. <laughs> Does yeah. it really make it worse, Tamps? Oh, yeah. I don't know, because obviously I don't have a kuchuchi. Like, it makes me cramp so hard my back hurts. So it's like front and back. Front and back. 
front, front, and side back. to side. Uh, oh, I don't even want to do that right now. <laughs> she almost shit a brick. <laughs> Just. <laughs> yeah. Clink. Ooh. Ooh. I was trying to satisfy, like, do that on the boomerang, which I don't know how to do. <laughs> she was like, a cartoon app? I'm like, how do I download this? Isn't it called Boomerang? And I was like, I'm seeing Scooby-Doo right now. <laughs> for me, that's perfect. It works for me. Do you have a hair? No. Okay, good. Yeah, um, that's, about, that's about it. Wow. Well, hope things get sorted, babes. Babs. Babs. Wow. Well, do you have any updates for the listeners of any sort or anything? Do we have any updates? Because I don't. I don't think so. No. We do want to start ghost hunting like we said last time, but we were going to go to this Curious Twins Paranormal in San Antonio, but um, those ticket prices? Hello, expensive. Like, I get it, but for only four to five hours of ghost hunting, and then, sure, you get into the parade the next day, but, like, come on. I am not paying that much. For four to five hours. It's like the first hour, I'm going to be like being told, How do hey, I use this equipment? Exactly. And trying to figure out where I'm going to go. And like, we're probably going to be trying to Google what's the most activity or some shit like that. Or trying to remember what they said. Then like, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. But who knows? Maybe we'll find something interesting. Who knows? We might start off simple and just do vlogs when we go to space places without ghost hunting and try and leap into that eventually when we get more equipment. And then um, just because Stefan brought this up last time, um, we have not started working out yet because I've been in a lot of pain with my period. <laughs> like I said, it's a struggle to even get up. But I would like to get to the point where I will like be able to start because it will eventually help me. I know that. Yeah. We're going to get our abs flat. Because I even thought about it today. I was like, mm, I'm going to make this bitch go early with me. And then I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I can't even leave the bathroom. <laughs> She's like, no. oh. <laughs> I was like, that's a no. She's just holding on to everything. <laughs> I was like, next Sunday. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, is she going to come early so we can go to the gym like she said last time? And then I'm like, I haven't heard anything. So I don't think so. Hm, I'll clean. So yeah. I spent like five hours cleaning. <laughs> I like swept, I mopped, I wiped down, me and Greg wiped down everything. It was insane. And no, then and then I had to write my story because I ended up hanging out with my friend instead of being able to write my story like I wanted to. So. When we then, do this full time, <laughs> that'll be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get started? Yes. I feel like we've already discussed it, but I feel like you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was listening to the stars, <laughs> and they told me, Steph, you should go first. Um, based on your astrology sign, your stars are in line. <laughs> Open the gate of the <laughs> of the puppy, <laughs> or whatever she says. Plue. <laughs> Sorry, I've been on a fairy tale binge consistently. I've only seen bits and pieces. Every time she comes in, it's always a new part. And she's like, what? why that? is this person here now? <laughs> what? Why are they together? I don't know. Who's Weren't this? they enemies? <laughs> yeah. Okay. For today's tale or this week, 
I decided that I wanted to talk about. Are you ready for this? What are you talking about? I just want to talk about <laughs> a subject that you've consistently brought up to me to talk about, but I already forgot. <laughs> She's like, what? But you can't say the name. <laughs> yes, I can. Okay. I wanted to talk about. <gasps> Where was finally? I've been bringing it up a lot. <laughs> she loves the fuzzy little mutts. Little. Big. Well, so, let me tell my sources. I got from uh, liveabout.com and westportlibrary.libguides.com and um, a little bit from Wikipedia. Wicked, wicked fresh. Wicked, wicked fresh. Wicked, wicked. <laughs> Ow. Okay, so. The werewolf is a mythological animal and the subject of many stories throughout the world. And also just so happens to be more than, for several people, their nightmare. <laughs> Are you scared of werewolves? I want one to fuck me. <laughs> she said, Beast rail me with that in the bait. Sheets. You're not scared of werewolves. You just want to get railed by one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay, I have a question. Role Doggy playing, style. Role playing? Role-playing? Huh? Role-playing? Like, say you get you a man's? Mm-hmm. What if you got, like, a six-foot-six big man in, like, a werewolf outfit, and he just puts the wolf head on? Or, like, costume, and he, like, rips it off, and his big, hard, throbbing cock's there? Mm. She's like, yes, please. Doggy style. <laughs> With I'm my Moscato. <laughs> 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 You love me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm thinking you're going to go the whole um, gag bald and oh, no. hands tied behind my back. And you're like, no, nope. Kim Moscato getting railed. Hey, that's how I want to go. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, to that. Cheers, you bitch. Fuck me like a dog. You little bitch. You little bitch. Make me your bitch. <laughs> With it. Baby wolf cock. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, okay. So, werewolves. Um, werewolves are, according to some legends, people who morph or shape shift into vicious, powerful wolves. Um, as seen as the ones like on True Blood, how they turn into direct wolves, or more like a combina mutant combination of uh, human and wolf. Like the werewolves from my favorite movie, Underworld. Um, like it. Mm, Michael. Yeah. Honestly, Celine, sorry. I'd rather fuck her. Honestly, though. Like, <laughs> Kate Beckinsale on that leather. Mm. She knows she's hot. And it's, I'd, I'd like those boots. <laughs> I'd like those boots. So, like Underworld, there are other famous werewolf horror classics, like um, the infamous An American Werewolf in London. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. With the famous uh, transformation scene where it's like really graphic and you hear the bones cracking, cracking. and stretching and like the hair coming out. Mm -hmm. It's like really badass if you're into like uh, oh yeah, the growing how long it gets. In the face. I love it. If you're into like special effects like that, it's so badass to see. Um, even if you're not into that, it's just really cool and graphic. But um, yeah, 
it's another werewolf from film that's really cool and that's the ones that i know of but all are bloodthirsty who cannot control their lust for killing people and animals um is there a famous werewolf that you think of when you think of a werewolf anything depiction or any sort pretty much everything you said but all everything you said but also twilight <laughs> i'm ready for the eye rolls <laughs> Okay, I don't get... I'm only saying that because I just saw a TikTok. I think I shared one with you where this guy... Okay, the guy that did the aerial one that I sent you, um, where it's like um, he he's pretending to be aerial on a farm. Mm. He's like, oh, oh. I think I stepped in chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, um, so he's done ones where he makes fun of Bella and Jacob, right? And then there's one where Bella, he's pretending to be her. And he sees a dog and he's like, oh my God, Jacob, is that you? You can tell me. Oh, you dirty guy. <laughs> I'm just like laughing my ass off. I just saw that today. That's why that popped in my head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, just send that to Stefan. I was like, mm, no, he won't like it. <laughs> I don't understand people's obsession with Twilight. It's annoying. Like I thought that died out back when it stopped. And then people are like obsessed with it again, and they're. I think it's because they know how crappy it is, and they're making fun of it, and they're listing everything wrong. I find it funny, but yeah. they're just like they can't stop watching and bringing it up again. I'm like, why? You don't see me going out and watching some <laughs> crappy movie again. <laughs> there was another one too. It was like, this is the ass of a killer doll. <laughs> it's like a disco ball, but. I just, I live for these memes. <laughs> oh my god! I have to find that one so I can send it to you. <laughs> this is the ass of a killer pot. <laughs> and, they the the, and they cut the jean pants and all you see are her butt cheeks and just back glitter on them. <laughs> uh, love. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. Um, let's talk, uh, I wanted to bring up the... Um, Physiology and powers or capabilities of a werewolf. Well, um, let's see. So the capabilities. Um, people who are werewolves, uh, users possess the traits or attributes and abilities abilities of transform into or be a werewolf, a human or humanoid being with the ability to transform into a wolf or an anthropomorphic wolf-like creature either purposefully or after being placed under a curse and or lycanthropic affliction via a bite or scratch from a werewolf or some other means. So typically what I remember from, aside from Underworld, is like you get scratched or something and then eventually after a certain thing, once it becomes the full moon, you get turned into a werewolf. Or like Supernatural where every time it's... um I don't think it's not just full moon like you're a werewolf every night um, until your maker is killed. Right? For no. Supernatural? I don't remember that. I didn't care for the werewolf. Oh, it was like five of the episodes. Sorry. But they go really in depth on one with the girl that was turned into one and one brother was like, no. Uh, I think it was Jared was like, no, let her live. And Jensen was like, no, she needs to die. 
I like how oh you God. name them by their real names. Oh, wait, sorry. Just Sam. Sam and Dean. <laughs> no, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki. <laughs> they made those decisions. Um, no, I don't remember that. Uh, honestly, for Supernatural, I barely cared for even the vampires in the show. Mm. I don't know why. I just and didn't like them. And then what's like that them. skinny dude's name? He was a werewolf. He had a whole family. Oh, I don't know his real name, but in the show, his name was Garth. Garth. And he I remember a little bit of that. Whenever he was like, goes to attack, he has his teeth and he always has his strength all the time. So it was like controlled. Mm. That's what I remember from it, from old films and such and such, like the full moon controls when you transform into a wolf and then you become this unhinged, uncontrollable beast that breaks free and kills on the spree and some shit. Not that I'm, like, a huge fan, like, I'm I'm just remembering this right now, but um, is there some kind of potion or something in Harry Potter that they would take to suppress the full moon transformation? I think, yes, I think so. Like, he, and he forgot, forgot to, to take, take it, it, and then he transformed. Did you hear about the theory where they were saying Hermione, um, when she calls him and he, because he listens to... He only responds to, to wolves yeah. or werewolves. And, and she did it, and it was because she took her medication and he didn't anyways they're saying that she was never really a mudblood she was really a werewolf yeah i hate that theory it's stupid <laughs> um she's just a badass witch who knows how to make a call because she studies <laughs> she's like <laughs> i was in choir <laughs> <laughs> whitney houston out there <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm just picturing Deborah Wilson from Mad TV playing Whitney Houston and fish don't fry in the kitchen. <laughs> Who's messing with me? Sometimes her pimp comes out and sings too. Fucking Bobby Brown. Okay, sorry guys. Why do y'all listen to us? Okay. So the user gains the traits of werewolves of a werewolf. Most obviously being a the must being and having the ability to change into a wolf or having a mutation wolf slash human look. So you like you're like a six foot tall fucking wolf with like bendable arms and the human face and stuff. A six pack and a giant nuts <laughs> and a big dick <laughs> a big dick and you're wearing these 15 Jordans it slides to the left just to the right <laughs> and in some depictions you get like a <laughs> a fucking plaid shirt that's ripped at the arms what was it Teen Wolf <laughs> remember that one no Teen Wolf the TV show or was it a movie old in the back back in the day with um back in the day with the guy from back to the future what's his name it's like escaping my memory right now michael j fox yeah you've never seen teen wolf uh-uh oh we should watch it later after this it's really good um i thought when they came out with that tv show teen wolf that's what that was also. i thought that was going to be about that but that Not was even. terrible and i can't believe there was like more than one season anyways back to what we were saying <laughs> Um. Uh, so others okay so some can shift between human and wolf man or humanoid wolf and or a pure wolf 
while others are able to choose to what extent they want to change, including what parts, mm, mm-hmm. um, their wolf form may be completely natural. Wolf in form, something resembling a dire wolf or even something directly from the darkest dredges of human fear for wolves. Like, it can look gnarly. Some wolf instinct is likely to influence a werewolf in a transformed state. This varies from completely animal mind to perfectly aware human even to the stereotypical monster lusting for blood. The usual um, powers that the werewolf has, they have a healing factor, so they can heal really fast, um, superhuman agility, superhuman strength. Some are even immortal, aside from fire and uh, silver, or removing of the head. <laughs> I mean, that could kill anything. <laughs> Not me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't test that, people. <laughs> I will die. Um, they have superhuman endurance. So, like, say you get tired after one mile, they could stay fine after ten miles. Mm. Uh, damn. <laughs> I'm tired. I can't have sex anymore. Oh, I can go five more rounds. Okay. <laughs> you do you, boo. Let me pour another glass of Moscato. <laughs> I'll watch you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, they even do wall crawling, like they crawl up the walls because they got long, sharp nails and I guess some mystical benefit to them that allows them to defy gravity somehow. Uh, um, night vision, superhuman senses, shape shifting, and superhuman speed. Um, those are like super the basics. Some dude. might even get some weird like psychic thing that like animals get. I know some shows interpret that somehow like yeah. they can sense their uh pack or some stupid shit or their baby like a mile away or like on i know you're gonna hate i'm about to say it but twilight they can talk to each other in their minds like tele telekinesis tele- telepathically thank you but um quick question just because i just thought about it you know how we have different moons mm-hmm. strawberry moon uh, blood moon yes they drink mus- that- pink moscato when they have a <laughs> strawberry moon <laughs> no i was gonna say do you think that it affects them like they'll have s- different abilities during those moons honestly i would hope so because that'd be kind of cool that would be like for like the blood moon they get like absolutely bloodlusted regardless of how controllable they are or like or that's when moon. they go after virgins. Or like, <laughs> damn. They're getting can... so rare to find nowadays. Or people who start their periods. You just started your period. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> You're my snack for the night. I like my meat rare. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, mm. Enough. Um, but yeah, that would be super cool to see. And whatnot. You know, I haven't seen a good werewolf movie lately. Do better, people. Make a good werewolf movie. Okay, yeah. Directors, writers, come on. Werewolves are still cool. I need a good, scary werewolf movie. That's Mm -hmm. what I need. Have y'all seen a werewolf in the... Or a wolf in the wild? Just in the distance? That shit's scary. Throughout history, many so-called werewolves, believe it or not, from centuries ago, were in fact serial killers. And France had its fair share of these people. Like in 1521, Frenchman Pierre Bourgot, or Burgot, <laughs> Burgot, and Burgotti. Michel Verdun allegedly swore allegiance to the devil and claimed to have an ointment that turned them into wolves. 
After confessing to brutally murdering several children, they were both burned to death at the stake. And that which leads back to the whole, the only way that you could kill a werewolf is by burning them on a pyre or beheading them or silver. Well, believe it or not, werewolves actually predate back to 25 to 2800 BC um, in old tales. So, believe it or not, werewolves predate vampires in even the Christian Bible. Werewolves are older than your mom. Just saying. So, today I wanted to talk about a story from history that is eerie and spooky and also it legit happened and it's recorded history of a werewolf <laughs> and uh i did i have actually this specific tale um i'm obviously going to revisit the werewolves obviously because there's multiple tales of the werewolves but i just wanted to do one because it's a big one and it's the most famous werewolf tale from history but um let me know if you've heard of it but i have personally heard this before from and that's why we drink um but I wanted to retell it to you and for our listeners today. But uh, let's begin. So in Bedburg, Germany in 1582. Ooh. Mm. I can't even think past 1800. <laughs> I can't think past last night. <laughs> <laughs> so for many years, farmers around Bedburg were mystified by the strange deaths and some of their cows that were happening, like cows, they, they'd go out to the fields and they're like, holy shit, my cow is dead. Well, ripped up and everything? Mm-hmm. Just shredded. Shredded beef? Shredded beef. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Pulled pork or pulled beef, beef skirts. Beef skirts. <laughs> So, day after day, for many weeks, they would find cattle dead in pastures ripped open as if by some savage animal. So, then farmers naturally suspected wolves. Who wouldn't? I mean, I doubt a fucking coyote could rip apart a fucking cow. Or like, um, bobcat thing. No, what is it? We have them here. Mountain, Mountain lions. Oh, like pumas? Mountain lions. Cougars. Mountain lions. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it looked like when I saw one at my grandparents. It's the same name. They're all mountain lions. Or oh, or just what he called it. <laughs> mountain lion. Mountain lion. Mountain cat. <laughs> mountain hit kitty cat. A big kitty cat. A mountain meow. A <laughs> <laughs> mountain pussy. <laughs> <laughs> It'll rip you to shreds. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so they exp- they were like, oh my god, it's gotta be wolves, they're fucking up my cows, my livestock. Well, soon the attacks actually started escalating uh, to the neighboring villagers, and they started getting attacked as well. <sighs> Children had began to start to disappear. They were disappearing from their farms, from their homes, from the streets. Um, young women vanished from the past that they traveled daily. Like you're going to a market, get you a baguette or whatever they ate in Germany, a, a piece of chocolate, some pudding. Did they have pudding? I don't know. I'm trying to think of all the. What's a some of their bratwurst? Bratwurst. Um. So yeah, they would get some casa cheese. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they would just do their daily thing, and then they're like, hmm. 
I don't know, Barbara Jean didn't come and get her cheese today or <laughs> no German name. <laughs> um, so yeah, young women were disappearing. Um, some were actually found dead. They did find their bodies eventually, horribly mutilated, and others were actually never found. Soon, eventually, the community was thrown into a panic. People were like, what's going on? Our women and children are disappearing. What the fuck is going on? Well, the community was thrown into a panic. Um, hungry wolves were again suspected, and the villagers armed themselves against animals. I mean, how rare or how scary does this have to be for you to think, hmm, wolves are coming into the town to kill people on their paths, to, But also these towns were they that close knitted or were they spread sparse like and how are your children going missing from town oh well they go and play out in the fields and stuff like that don't let them do that and then they won't go missing easier said than done when they ain't got tiktok to keep them home (laughs) or a playstation or a playstation hey they gotta charge their stuff somehow hey they can be at home playing car games that's all I need. Do they have cards? There? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when did the cards come out? <laughs> they just play with your Ouija board, son. Hungry wolves were suspected, and villagers armed themselves against the animals. They didn't have guns, really, so I guess like pitchforks and big knives and. I'm like imagining Shrek shit right now. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's actually a good representation because yeah. I mean it's 1500s, 1582 exactly. Well. People had, or some people had, eventually started to fear something more devious of a creature. A werewolf. Who could walk among them unsuspected as a man, then transform into a wolf to satisfy its hunger? The being responsible for this had had a name. His name was Peter Stubb. Stubb. We have a barbecue named Stubb. How's it spelled? S-T-U-B-B? Is there an E at the end? No. Oh, okay. This person has an E at the end. Oh, dang. I was about to say. That'd be creepy. I want to get this barbecue now. <laughs> so I can forget and be like, this is made from a werewolf. Yo. <laughs> best picking in the night. <laughs> you can sniff yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Peter Stubb was a wealthy farmer in the rural community of Bedburg, located in the electorate of Cologne, Germany. Um, the community knew him as a pleasant enough widower, the father of two adolescent children, whose wealth ensured him a measure of respect and influence. I guess if you've got money, he must be perfect. He's, he can't do no wrong. He has money. He doesn't do things wrong. Yeah. That's never been the case for any of our stories. Nope. <laughs> His true nature had erupted through some black scar in his soul to satisfy a bloodlust when he doned the skin of a wolf. In front of people? Mm. No. Like, in... Mm. (laughs) I might get dressed up. (laughs) I'm just gonna... Wolfy wolf. Right in front of you. (laughs) Wow. That's a cat. Oh, wait. Wolf. (laughs) Wolf. (laughs) Arrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
So conflict and death were no stranger to the people of the region, which perhaps provided fertile ground for the awakening of Stubbs' foul deeds. Ew, why would you want to eat anybody if they got the plague? You know, we were kind of talking about that earlier. We were saying, um, why don't serial killers or things like take advantage of natural of, disasters or yeah. anything of the sort? Like, say, like a, like a volcano erupts or something of the sort? Yeah. And or like the, the Black we, Plague. Or the Black Plague, yeah. <laughs> I'm a vampire, well, I'm going to suck everybody's blood during the Black Plague. Uh, well, I forgot what book it was, but they discussed it, how the Catholic Church actually took in uh, people that were affected by the plague, and they'd give them a place to sleep. And when they were in their sleep, they'd chink them and steal their money. I telling that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard it, too. I'm just saying, it's not that far-fetched of an idea. That's how the church got their money back then. I mean, to be honest, yeah. (laughs) Killing people, and as they do today, saying, hey, if you want this spot in heaven, you have to pay this amount of money. And then you drink the, drink the, drink the fruit punch juice. (laughs) Drink the Kool-Aid. Drink the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Oh, no! Oh, no! (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, we're going to hell. Yeah. Um, We already decided that. (laughs) We already decided. (laughs) So this was the case for him to be able to do his fell deeds while the plague was happening and and the whole church is roaring so he could easily possibly get away with it. But this was the case and why it lasted so long as to why he was caught. Because, I mean, something that grand back in the day would easily be... I wouldn't say easily be, but it's easy to trace back to somebody right because i mean say you're out killing something you're not having roaring religions you don't have like coronavirus or a plague flowing through your city or something of the sort people dying would be a big well, thing for authority people, to notice yeah and people have nothing but time to look around and be in people's business so they're gonna be like oh what john didn't go to church john keeps going into the wood exactly at the same time these kids keep moving missing Hmm. Mm, very suspicious. He didn't sweep his tree. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring that up consistently. I loved it. <laughs> John's not getting railed because <laughs> he's still single. No, it's uh, his wife Betty keeps telling us that she's not satisfied. <laughs> she comes to Sunday church and she tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. And she gets it from the neighbor Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> she gets it from the neighbor Jacob, and Jacob's been around. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's in his 20s. <laughs> He's a baby. He's got that endurance. <laughs> <laughs> he may not be experienced, but he definitely tries. Okay, so. He's getting experience. <laughs> so, although Peter Stubb did not literally transform into a wolf, Peter Stubb would cloak himself with the skin of a wolf when seeking his victims. At his trial, Stubb confessed that the devil himself gave him a magic belt of wolf fur or wolf fur belt or a wolf fur girdle. (laughs) Saucy. Slay all day. (laughs) He likes the fur. (laughs) He's bougie. (laughs) Um, Gave him this 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 belt or girdle at the age of 12. And that when he put it on would help him or make him transform into the likeness of a greedy, devouring wolf, strong and mighty, 
with eyes great and large, which in the night sparkled like brands of fire. A mouth great and wide, with most sharp and cruel teeth, a huge body, and mighty paws. So, he was a schizophrenic serial killer. This is exactly what Greg said he would say. <laughs> so he's he like, watch believed. this. So what he you're saying like, is he had mental health issues. Mentally unstable. Really believed that he was this beast, even though he just wore a girdle. A girdle. He was a beast in the sheets. <laughs> and he was trying to bring it to the streets. <laughs> oh my God. Well, when he took off this belt, he believed he returned to his human state. Normal, docile, regular human. He was just a regular man when he took off this girdle or belt. So he, he, he still chose to put on the belt, though. Mm-hmm. So he saw a kid. He did like, have a choice. Yeah. He sees a kid and he's like, my wolf wants to devour you. That sounds so wrong, dude. <laughs> well... Peter Stubb, in fact, was a deranged serial serial killer. A serial bull. <laughs> he was a serial bull. <laughs> no, Peter Stubb was a deranged serial killer. And over the course of his murderous career, he made a career. He's a career girl. <laughs> He's a career girl with his girdle. <laughs> We're just laying like Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> Sex in the City. <laughs> Only it's the beast in the city. He was actually responsible for the deaths of 14 children, Jeez. two pregnant women, and numerous livestock. So if it was two pregnant women, that's four people. Mm-hmm. So what, 18? Yep. That's a serial serial killer. Serial serial killer. And I'm assuming other, because they did say young women, right? So yeah. was there more, or was these the only two pregnant women that were going along that got, who knows? Anyways, I mean, of course they'd be young, because back in the day, you could get pregnant at 12 years old, and that was normal. And these were no ordinary murders. The young women among his victims were sexually assaulted before he tore them apart. With the pregnant women, he ripped the fetuses from their wombs and ate their hearts, panting hot and raw which he later described as dainty morsels. Small children were strangled, bludgeoned, and their throats had been ripped out with his bare hands. Some were disemboweled and partially eaten. Lambs and calves were ripped apart and devoured raw. He brought his little personal grill and sizzled some. Sizzle sides. (laughs) I mean, make my lamb chops. Mmm, salt and pepper. <laughs> Oregano. So was he eating the baby hearts or the pregnant woman's hearts? Uh, the women's hearts, and I believe he was eating the fetuses. The actual fetus or the heart of the fetus? Because I don't know how, I don't know how big these hearts are. Oh, no, 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 no. My bad, my bad. He actually ate the hearts of the fetuses. That's what it's Well, like. they are tiny. They'll probably be like the size Dainty little moles. Of, yeah. And he gets to... <laughs> That's dark dudes. He fucked up. In one instance of a triple murder, Stubbs saw two men and a woman taking a walk just outside the city walls of Bedburg. He had crouched and hidden out of sight behind some bushes or brush. He called out to one of the men by name, (laughs) J. 
John. I mean, they were probably all named John or Jacob. Honestly, or like, William. what is it? What's what are those old school names? Charles. No, like old for like German farmers. Like oh yeah, because I'm thinking more biblical, and this is before the Bible, right? No, 1592. Oh, okay. Or 1582, my bad. So the Bible. So maybe Charles. I mean, the churches were warring. So yeah, probably Charles mm -hmm. or like <clears throat> Pubert. Judas. <laughs> Judas. Don't you find it interesting that people would name, back in the day, they would name their kids Judas, but not Jesus? I wonder if that was like a sacrilegious thing. Like, oh, you can't name them after Jesus. There's only one. Well, why would you name him after the one who got him killed? I never understood that. Easy, because you're going to do better than Judas. You're going to rename... <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. You're going to bring greatness to the name. You're going to fix what he did wrong. He called out to one of the men by name with pretense that he needed help. Charles, Charles. Or whatever. Um, Let your hair down. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, those guys had long hair back then. Let down your <laughs> luscious locks. I may climb. <laughs> Johnson pubes. You didn't specify which hair. My mustache, my pubes, my, my butthole hair. See <laughs> two cheeks and a bush of hair. No, he braids. <laughs> Box sprays on my ass. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so, yeah. He was like, I need some help, please. But he was saying this because he needed to pick up some lumber. I need some help with lumber, Charles. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to work. <laughs> Me, uh, okay. No, I'd be like this. Did you hear something? I didn't hear anything. Let's keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, my name's not Charles. Yeah, I don't know who you're yelling for. Oh. Oi, I'm not Charles. I'm Bethlehem or some shit. <laughs> uh, my name's Jacob. <laughs> my name's Blair. <laughs> my name's Betty. <laughs> I am Betty. <laughs> I am Betty and I'm not Ritty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'd like my sister cousin Peggy. <laughs> so, uh, when the young man joined him out of sight of the others, Stubb bashed his head in. When the man didn't return, the second young man went looking for him, and he was likewise killed. Fearing danger, the woman began to flee. She's like, mm, I don't like this. Deuces. <laughs> Peace, bitches. I'm not <laughs> that stupid. However, Stubb managed to catch her. The men's battered bodies were later found. However, the woman's was never. And it is thought that Stubb, after raping and killing her, probably ate her completely. Or took her far into the forest and probably buried her. Honestly, because they Cause, weren't the best trackers. Yeah. <laughs> These are farmers. If it ain't right there in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five feet ahead. I can't see anything. I can't anything. see that. Nah, I'm blind. You see, the road is over here. It's way over there. Over I see bush. trees. That's all I see. There could be a snake. <laughs> Some spiders. Yes. I'm good. Yeah. Um, I have to go do my chores. I gotta sweep the tree. <laughs> it's past seven. My HOA is gonna get mad at me. <laughs> Medea's on the way. I can hear your <laughs> caddy. Hello? 
he they believe she probably got eaten completely. That's their theory because he's a werewolf to them. Oh, I thought you were like laughing like no. <laughs> well, at least one child actually was lucky enough to escape an attack. Several children were playing in a meadow among some cows because that's what you do. You play with cow patches <laughs> and you tip cows or whatever. I don't know. You put firecrackers in their buttholes. Um, <laughs> so <mean. laughs> Stubb had ran after them, grabbing one small girl by the neck. And as the other small children ran away, Stubb tried to rip her throat out by his fingers. However, um, they were prevented by doing so by her stiff high collar. Oh, the outfit? Mm-hmm. This gave her time to cry out. This cry altered the cattle, which feared their safety of their calves, charged after Stubb. Oh. She's a she mutant. I was about to say, she knows how to, to moo. <laughs> Doesn't speak cow. She didn't scream. She mooed. Moo. <laughs> and they thought it was a, she thought, the cows thought that she was their baby. I mean, if it works, it works, right? Hey, she is. She lived. <laughs> How old was she? Does it say? No, she just won a small girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Kind of Mom, can you see me? <laughs> she texted the cows to help me. Um, slay this wolf, please. <laughs> she just sent a bunch of emojis. <laughs> <laughs> the red girl dancing emoji and a knife. <laughs> and then the nail polish period sparkles <laughs> <laughs> and then a puppy <laughs> for the whole <laughs> oh my gosh okay or like um what is it like the little girl doing this <laughs> with the, the, hand oh, the haircut the thing mm, the hand the haircut thing yeah um nails and then sparkles and then the, the knife, puppy. and then the puppy, <laughs> and then another knife, and then a chef because and then she's the about hands, to get eaten. And then the hand prayers is like, <laughs> or the prayer hands like, Please. save me. <laughs> and then queen for queens. <laughs> um, uh, so um, she cried out. The call the cows um, had came to her rescue or discharged because they were like, oh, you're coming after my kids. I'm going to fuck you up. Um, <laughs> no, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> and they charged up. He released the girl and she fled. The girl survived. It is not known if she or any of the other children were able to identify Stubb. Perhaps his most fiendish murder, though, he reserved for his own family. Stubb had incestuous relationships with his sister and his own daughter, Ugh. whom he had impregnated. Double. <laughs> Double yuck. So he, he needs to eat that heart. Uh, <laughs> he also murdered his son, his firstborn. What he did was he led his son into the forest. He had killed him then ate his own son's brains. By any definition, Peter Stubb was definitely a monster. Yet, all the while, he remained unsuspected by the townspeople. There's 
George Bors wrote from the trial of Stubbs in a, uh, I don't know if it was like a pamphlet or like a little book or something, titled The Damnable Life and Death of Stub Peter. He wrote, sundry times he would go through the streets of Colin, Bedbur and period in calmly habit and civilly as one will know as one well known to all inhabitants thereabout and oftentimes was he saluted of to the of those whose friends and children he had butchered though not nothing suspected for the same basically he walked amongst these people was even like hey how's it going what's good even though he had actually killed were killing these people's neighbors friends and families and even their children and they're like hey sir how you doing because he's just schizophrenic because he's got money <laughs> <laughs> so, Stubb must have thought himself invisible through the power of his magic belt. Yet, it was this belief that had ended his reign of terror. That's what happens when you get cocky. Mm-hmm. When the limbs of several missing people were found in a field, just casually, Oh, what are all these arms and legs doing here? And a boob. This one Jug Judy. This <laughs> one <laughs> There's her other jug. <laughs> we found it. We found it. Stop the press. <laughs> um, the villagers were further convinced that a ravenous wolf was responsible, and so several hunters set out with their dogs to pursue the predator. Now, here is where the story gets a little strange, as if it wasn't already. But the men hunted the creature for days. I mean, they were late hunting him, running across. They're like, yo, I think I saw something from over there. Oh my god, let's go. And they'd go like a cover of like six or seven men. Let's go with our pitchforks and some fire. Yeah, but they would report seeing a big wolf. So they're like, let's go kill this big fucking wolf. According to an account, they saw and chased down a wolf, not a man, as I said. The dogs, the dogs, the dogs that they had carried, little sniffers, had chased a wolf or an animal until they had it cornered. The hunters were sure that they were chasing a wolf, but when they came to the spot where the dogs had it cornered, there cowered Peter Stubb. According to to George George to George Boar's George of the Jungle, George Boar's account, being trapped with no room for escape, Stubb removed his magic belt and transformed from the wolf to his human form. That was his explanation. He's like, but they were chasing an animal. <sighs> he took off his clothes. Um, however, the hunters said that they had not seen some magic belt, as Stubb had later claimed he had, but only an ordinary walking stick in his hands. Or in his hand. At first, they disbelieved their own eyes after all. Stubb was a respected longtime resident. How could he be a werewolf? He's got money. Perhaps this wasn't really Peter's stub at all, they reasoned, but a devilish trick. This is devil trickery, witchcraft, sorcery. A shapeshifter. Oh my god. So they escorted Stubb to his house and determined that he was indeed the Peter Stubb they knew. Do you have a key to this house? Mm-hmm. Well, put it in. <laughs> yep, check it in. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna text your phone. Oh, he answered. <clears throat> it's Stubbs. <laughs> Well, Peter Stubb was arrested and tried for the crimes. 
thought now to be a werewolf, Stubb was brought to trial, and it was only under a pain of torture on the rack that his confessions to all of the heinous crimes had come out, including sorcery, his concert with the devil, the story of the magic belt. This fact had led some researchers to surmise that Stubb was, in fact, innocent, that his wild confessions was elicited by the torture. Perhaps Stubb himself was a victim of the superstition and religious rivalry amongst the two churches in amongst the town. The fear and conviction of a demon-inspired werewolf might lead people back to the true church. I'm surprised they didn't go straight for witchcraft. Like, I mean, I'm sure it was easier because they were like, witches don't mutilate like that. Or Witches are only women. <laughs> Just saying. That's I mean, literally what I mean, well, no, they, well, they did, did have convict some men. men. Yeah, rarely. But they did have men. But, um, but I mean, they would find kids half eaten, kind of, sort of. The brains of his child was eaten. I mean, people said they reported. I mean, he would dress up in a wolf thing, supposedly. But they said they didn't see it the bell or anything so it's kind of blurred at this point well or he paid good money for them to say that so whether he was truly a serial killer or a political victim amongst these churches or he was actually a werewolf with a magical belt (laughs) and a thirst for blood um, Stubb was found guilty on October 28th in 1589, and his execution was, a gruesome, was as gruesome as any of those crimes of which he was accused of. It's going to get a little graphic, not that the others weren't, but he was um, strapped, spread eagle, on a large wheel. So he was, like, laid on his back, and his legs were spread open. Um with red hot pincers executioners began to peel flesh from his bones in 10 different spots so they were just like just i hope one of them was his dick honestly that would have been my first one but (laughs) well his arms and legs were actually broken with the blunt end of a large axe to make sure that he couldn't escape um resurrection or whatever after his death and he's buried of some sort yeah um very savage back then mm-hmm. and finally his head was cut off and his body was thrown on a fire pyre jesus on october 31st today is halloween peter stubb's body along with his daughter and his mistress both of whom were convicted of abetting his crimes were burned at the stake so they also were killed mm-hmm. for his actions. Mm-hmm. Well, back then they were like, women stand by your men. And also they had an incestuous relationship. Yeah. But how do they know that? Like, that it wasn't forced. It's not like DNA or anything like that. Not only that, like, how do you know she didn't just get railed by some, by Jacob down the street again? Again. <laughs> <sighs> Well, I mean, they're just trying to get rid of that. They're like, well, maybe she could be a werewolf, too. Just might as well get rid of the whole fucking family. I mean, makes sense. Just make a... What is it? Make a... What's the word? Make a... Like a warning. Yes. A warning. They use them as a warning against anybody who does sorts of acts. 
this will happen to you and your family will also suffer. By directive of the magistrate, a warning to other political devil worshippers, this was put in place for all to see. There were the wheel in which Stubb was tortured was set high upon a pole from which hung 16 yard long strips of wood representing his 16 known victims. Atop that was the framed likeness of a wolf and above on the sharpened point of the pole Peter Stubb's severed head was placed. Jeez. I was um, wondering what they were going to do with the head. Mm-hmm. Um, so like his daughter and his uh, sister, like, yes, they were also killed. Um, however, they were both flayed and burned on the funeral, or the funeral, the fire, or the pyre. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's my little tale of my first one I wanted to introduce, because it's a famous one from Ger- from Germany. From Germany. Um, what do you think uh, this story? Do you think this man was innocent? Do you think he was a werewolf? Do you think he, this mystical, magical belt was real? Or do you think this was all psychological? Or do you think the serial killer got away with this crime? I mean, I think it was psychological. I think schizophrenics believe what they want to believe, and I think he believed he was a wolf. But I also think he wanted to murder and eat kids and fetuses. And I think he probably, if he didn't want to to kill his son, I think he had to because that was the only kid that wasn't being attacked, you know? So... But if you had to choose one, I'm surprised it didn't do um, the incestuous daughter. Well, also, it's a sexual perversion thing, so I don't think he was attracted to the boy in that way. So he was like, I'll keep my sexual perversion alive for now. Yeah. Ew. So disgusting. Grody. Um, Personally, I want to believe this mystical belt disappeared the moment he took it off willingly to escape whatever instead of attacking and killing all these men or whatever and whatnot and like once he did that he broke his deal with the devil and like the belt disappeared and he's like you get punished for whatever i think that'd be pretty cool and yeah i could see that um including the wolf pelt or whatever that he wore disappeared too um so yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But in all honesty, in like modern times, scientific and our ideas, he sounds like he was just a guy with some mental problems. Because I mean, this Germany, there's the plague happening. He lost his wife. He's got money, but he ain't got a woman. He's probably got a lot of anger. And he's got to release it somehow. So it's intense. Well, and that's what happens a lot to some people is trauma triggers things. So maybe losing his wife and some and you know the plague triggered something in him. Maybe. We we'll never know. Really interesting. So, do you believe in werewolves? Um, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Even with the story, I still want to get railed by one. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> One that's non-incestuous. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not down for that. Um, do you think, um, okay, in your idea of 
werewolves, do you think of it as a folklore perspective, like somebody who can transform into a humanoid wolf hybrid? Or do you think of it as, you just relate it back to more of like the lycanthropy syndrome where people believe they're just wolves in their head and whatnot? No, moon transforms them. Okay, okay. Me too. Oh, sometimes in a full moon, I'll howl too, and I'm like, hi, wolfies. Ow. Hey, I was a wolf for, I was a she-wolf. Remember for Halloween? Yeah. That was fun. Uh, I have to find that picture so I, I can post it. I have it. Oh my god, we should post that for our, for our episode cover for werewolves. Wow, <laughs> yes. Wolf out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm doing it. <laughs> doing it. I'm doing it. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for you for this episode i hope you liked my little taste of werewolves i just wanted to get it over with because i'm like fuck it werewolves are yes wicked. i needed it i needed it i'm excited for more stories there's a few i also want to take it from a mental sort of thing because i know there's stories of kids that have gotten lost in the woods and they get raised by a pack of wolves and then they come back to society but they're like i still have habits of yeah living with wolves That'd be interesting. So, yeah. That's what I have for you today was the werewolves. Do you see that meme where they're like, the best part about having Reese's peanut butter cups is taking their little panties off? (laughs) No, I've never seen that. (laughs) I love it. I'm like, I feel so dirty now. (laughs) Mm, I'm undressing you. Can you hear it going? Oh no, please don't. Oh, please don't take my clothes off. Oh no, please don't eat me. No, 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 no. You ate me. Well, thank you so much for your story. Um, I felt like I just wolfed out a little. Wolf, wolf, wolf. It's giving. Are those fucking memes? What is it? What is it? On the f- shows like a couple in a field, and they're like, it's they're in front of a full moon. They're like, did you know? In full moons, on full moons, wolves come out. <laughs> and then it shows a fucking big werewolf in the background. I'm gay. I'm oh, gay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I saw that. I'm like, that'd be me. Oh my god. I'm gay. I'm. Ding. It's giving. It's, it's giving. giving. Fabulous. I'm fabulous. <laughs> Got my nails dead. Alright, anyways. <laughs> I can't. You like my nails? <laughs> Rip off your arm. <laughs> um, but yes, I love it. Sorry, we had to have a little break. Uh, Christina was uncomfortable and we wanted snacks. I need chocolate. And I needed a refresher. Alright, are we ready? We okay. are ready. So, we obviously know I'm into true crime. So I'm doing a serial killer. A oh, shocker. Sorry. So anyways, serial killer. Shocker. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> the bangles start playing. Yeah. Okay. Walk like an Egyptian. All right. So when we think of a serial killer, we usually don't uh, imagine a woman, like a woman, a woman, <laughs> a woman. <laughs> I, I usually don't think of a woman either. <laughs> a woman. A woman. Especially, especially a hooker. Oh, am I going to love this? <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. Well, today I wanted to cover the once called first female serial killer outside of a caregiving capacity. Because we've covered serial killers in the past that have been nurses, stuff like that. This is the first one not in the caregiving spot. Oh, so you're saying like this is... She's not a caregiver. She's a hooker. <laughs> we said especially a hooker. She has it on her resume. <laughs> hooker. <laughs> Just a fish hook. <laughs> Prostituta. <laughs> Okay. And um, um, why I was writing this, yes, I was imagining Toy Story hooker with the oh, fit, legs yes, the and the legs fishy and ball. The fish hook. Yes, that's <laughs> so awesome. Anyways. <gasps> that should be, well, no, we can't. That'd be like plagiarizing Disney. <laughs> That'd be so cool. When I talked to people about this case this past week, no one knew who I was talking about, which I found extremely odd. Especially since it has been a story told in the forms of movies ranging from the movie Overkill back in 1992. And in 2003, there was a movie called Monster. And <gasps> now... Oh my god. Oh my god. We are here for Eileen <laughs> Werner's supremacy. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> I knew you were going to know that one. Oh my god. And then now, I don't know if you watched it, but the extremely far-fetched movie called American Boogie Woman that they just released in 2021 on Netflix. It was fucking terrible. I watched just, all three of these movies this that week. The title just gives me, like, Boogie Nights. It's <laughs> literally Eileen Warren's uh, American Boogie Woman. And I was like, y'all can't come with anything else. Anything else. And that has nothing to do with the TV sh- movie thing that y'all are talking about. These movies follow the story of why she killed seven men except for the most recent one, which fantasized her falling for an older man and marrying him for money. But these are just stories. Only one person would really know why, and this person being Eileen Warnes. So, here we go. Give it to me. Ready? Alright. So to really understand why Eileen did what she did, I wanted to look at her past since... Most actions are based on past traumas. Growing up, Eileen, who also goes by Lee, was abandoned by her mother. And when she was four, and her when uh, she was abandoned by her mother when she was four, and her father was in prison for the kidnap and rape of a seven-year-old. Her mother, Diane Warnos, was 14 when she married 18-year-old Leo Pittman on June 3rd. <laughs> your birthday <laughs> but in 1954 yeah. on March 14th 1955 they had Eileen's older brother Keith and on February 29th 1956 a year later Diane gave birth to Eileen Carol Pittman and Diane gave birth to Eileen when she was only 16 and she had just filed for divorce from Leo in January 1960 Eileen was now about four years old. Her mother, Diane, abandoned both Eileen and Keith to her grandparents, Lori Jacob and Eileen Britta Warnos. 
who legally adopted them March 18, 1960. Lee's father, Leo Pittman, who was diagnosed with schizophrenia, was serving life in prison for the kidnapping rape of a seven-year-old girl. Lee never met her father, and in prison, January 30, 1969, Leo allegedly, air quotes, took his own life by hanging. Other accounts say he was strangled to death. Do they explain why that they... No, they just... Okay. Yeah. Either some say that they came in and he had hung himself because he was, was so distraught. Like yeah, he was so distraught over what he did, even though it was uh, now like five or so years later that he killed himself, allegedly. And then others say that he was strangled to death because he raped and killed a child and someone... I don't know if you knew this, but um, pedophiles are usually... Um, the first to be like attacked and shit in prison. I assume that because prisoners there's, don't give a like that meme. What's what's worse than a rapist? A child. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Rogers, we love you. It's literally living rent free in my head every day for the rest of my life. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he was either hung or strangled. Lee's grandparents were alcoholics, and she stated that her grandfather, Lori, would sexually assault and beat her. Before he would beat her, I'm going to be very graphic this entire episode, so... Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> so before he would beat her, Lee stated that he forced her to strip her clothes off. When Lee was 14... She said she was raped by a family friend and became pregnant. Other accounts say that she had sex with her brother, Keith, and that they said he was the father of the child. Some other people are speculating that the grandfather was the child's, that she had, was the father of the child. And others say classmates or neighbors that she slept with for spare change and cigarettes. Damn. Oh, so they don't know who the father was. That's what was. they would say, though. Yeah, about That's her. so fucked up. Okay. But anyways, she gave birth to a boy at home for uh, at a home for unwed mothers, March twenty third, nineteen seventy one, and being underage because she was fourteen, she said she had to give her child up for adoption. A few months later, Lee dropped out of school, and her grandmother, who she was very close to died of liver failure, leaving both Lee and Keith with their abusive alcoholic grandfather, Lori. When Lee turned 15, her grandfather threw her out of the house. I think he also threw out Keith, but they didn't really specify that. I would assume they kicked both of them out. Um, so when she got kicked out, she started living in the woods near her old home and started prostitution to support herself. So now, when Lee was 20, we're going to skip forward from 15 years old to 20, mm -hmm. um, it is now 1976, and she hitchhiked to Florida, where she allegedly met a wealthy 69-year-old yacht club president, or as they like to be called, Commodore. And his name was Louis, or Louis Gratzfell. And... In that movie I was telling you all about, the American Boogeyman, mm -hmm. Boogie Woman, they 
<laughs> fantasized this alleged relationship that she had with this 69 year old. I mean, this whole movie, it was terrible. Don't watch it. I do not recommend it. It's terrible. I do recommend Monster. With the amazing actress, Charlize Throne. It's so good. Her makeup. They did so well. She looked like fucking Eileen. And Overkill, it was a movie based from the cops from back then in 1992 um, that arrest her and stuff. And it's fucking terrible. No, nothing against the characters in that movie. They, they're fine. It's just the writing and the story in general. But if you want to watch something, watch Monsters <laughs> or documentaries. There's some good ones out there. But anyways, they, air quotes, were married within a year of knowing each other. But that marriage would only last about nine weeks. Claims that she had assault charges on her for starting fights in the local bar. And also, apparently, she hit her husband, Luis, with his cane, causing him to file a restraining order against her. Lee also claims he was abusive towards her as well. From accounts, it is said she squandered Luis's fortune in a few weeks that they were married. Also at this time, on March 12, 1976, Lee's grandfather killed himself in the same year her brother Keith died of esophageal cancer at age 21. And she received 10000 from his life insurance. So she had all this shit happen at once. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. So she gets married. Apparently goes through this whole relationship with a 69-year-old. Spends his money, which I don't see why she would need to when she just received $10,000 in life insurance mm -hmm. for her brother Keith's death. Yeah. And then her grandfather as well. All in the same year. That's a lot, dude. I couldn't imagine anybody would be perfectly normal in a situation like that like you're getting money which you've never really had in your life but then just tragedy around you and then not only that just the public's view of you personally well and that's why a lot of people were speculating that she really didn't have this relationship with this rich guy that she got the ten thousand dollars from her brother's, uh, brother's passing. passing and they were saying like how she spent it was she spent it on drugs and alcohol and then she bought her a car wrecked it the next day like she just like threw that money away is what they were saying and i personally think too because there is out there newspaper article that is posted about their engagement with a photo that i think looks photoshopped to be honest mm. um but you know she has ten thousand dollars so i don't see why she couldn't afford to put that in the paper interesting yeah hmm. okay but anyways that's just my speculation my conspiracy coming in to play when i was listening to this and I'm, I'm not a big fan of the whole oh, married to a yacht club man uh, commodore no do you think uh sorry do you think it was a aside from that a theorized do you think she did that so to see if it would change the public's view on her I think it was to show because she's not really that pretty. That's how we wanted her. Yeah. That mm. oh, this rich guy wanted me when I had beauties back in my twenties, which she looked the same, in mm -hmm. my opinion, when I saw the pictures. But she also was starting to do hardcore drugs and stuff, so I can see why her beauty would change. But anyways, 
Lee struggled psychologically not only within the year of 1976, but mainly from age 14 to 22. Um, she not only turned to drugs and alcohol, but things got so bad, she and all tried to end her life a total of six times mm -hmm. in that span of 14 to 22. The worst attempt being when she was 22 years old, she shot herself in the abdomen after receiving rejection from a lover. She survived and received a little psychological counseling at the hospital, but a week later she was back at the hospital after she tried to overdose on her pain medications. When Lee turned 25, she entered a short relationship with a 52-year-old man named Jay Watts which ended when Lee was arrested May 4, 1982 for armed robbery when she stole $35 and two packs of cigarettes from a convenience store. Lee claims oh, it was at gunpoint. Lee claims she did this to see if Jay loved her and would stay by her side. She served a little over a year in prison, but her crimes didn't stop there. She would be in and out of prison until 1986. Now in South Daytona, Florida, at age 30, Lee meets Tyra Moore, or Ty, as she goes by, who is 24 years old when they meet at a gay bar named Zodiac, which I was trying to figure out when the Zodiac killer thing came about, because that's really odd to name your bar Zodiac, but I think, I think it was after the Zodiac killer, was, was it in the 1980s? I don't know. I just thought that was a strange name to give your bar Zodiac. Um, you also have to remember after the hippie culture, they're mm -hmm. very into that whole mystical, free-flowing, spiritual stuff. So, and then, like, was, also with, like, like the free-loving and everything. So, was this a lesbian bar? Yeah, it's a gay bar, yeah. Okay. So, that would make sense with Zodiac and whatnot. Because uh, I just thought that was weird. I was like, why would you name it Zodiac? Wasn't there a killer named Zodiac Killer around that time? But... They weren't in Florida, but still. Mm. So she met Ty at the gay bar, Zodiac, in which they moved in together very shortly after. This would be her first relationship with a woman, allegedly. Um, but other accounts say that she did have a lesbian lover before Ty. Mm -hmm. And other accounts say, no, this was her first. Um, this would be in all her closest relationship she would be with ty for almost five years like a little over four and a half and she would desperately keep ty in her life ty and lee would struggle mostly financially throughout their relationship ty's income came from cleaning hotel rooms and lee still is just a prostitute whose main income came from soldiers that were now being called overseas to to like war, to war. Um, or to the base camps for training and stuff mm, to mm -hmm, go to war. Mm -hmm. So she was losing her primary customers. Lee tried to support the two on her earnings as a prostitute working on getting more and more clients a day. And majority of the time she was doing it by the side of the, the road. Mm. On November 30th, 1989, what would you call that? Thumbing? Or, hitchhiking. Hitchhiking with a thumb. Yeah. I'm like, 
fucking Spotify people can't I know, hear they're me like, doing this. Why is it quiet? <laughs> why is it Sorry. quiet? I was doing the thumbs up. <laughs> the universal hitchhiking. <laughs> All right. So on November 30th, 1989, Lee was finishing up her round of pickups for the day when one more stopped by and Lee thought it would be a quick one. She said he drove her to an abandoned area deep in the woods where he beat, raped, and sodomized her. The 51-year-old electronic store owner named Richard Mallory allegedly first talked to Lee for hours. They smoked some weed. They drank a little bit before Lee removed her clothes to engage in the sexual activities that she does as a prostitute. And... When she, when Lee told Richard to take his clothes off, he said, no, I'll just unzip my pants. I can't pay your fees. In which Lee reached to put her clothes back on and Richard allegedly wrapped a cord around her neck and threatened to kill her, quote, like the other sluts I've done. He then tied her hands to the steering wheel where he violently raped her both anally and vaginally, telling her to cry and scream louder. He eventually untied her told her to lie down at this point and Lee believed she was going to be killed so she fought back and in the struggle she went to her bag where she kept a 22 caliber pistol the two fought and grabbed for her gun and Lee eventually got a hold of the gun and shot Richard she warned him to stay back but he went towards her and she shot two more times in his area of his lungs this later will be ruled the cause of death Lee states she covered him with a rug and stole his car. And the reason why I go into detail with this killing and not the others is because this was the main one uh, where she started the whole... Because um, you're, you're familiar with the story. Mm-hmm. She accuses each one of these as, as assaults. And so she goes in more into detail about Richards than she does with the others. Mm. The others, it was just like... Um, they go to do the normal stuff, and then she's stating, "Oh, you wanna, you wanna rape me, you wanna murder me," mm. and then she just shoots them. Mm-hmm. She says that with all of them except for this one. She goes into detail, and that's why I went into detail so you can tell the difference. Mm. And that's why I think this one, this one, you know how when people are telling stories, um, it's more truthful when they go into such detail. Mm. Okay, then when they're just like repetitive with the other ones. Oh, depends. If you're consistent with it, the story she says over and over again the same. Yeah. That's why I thought this one might be true. Maybe not to an extreme, but I can see that he maybe got really rough with her and she was probably traumatized because of her past Mm. with her grandfather and stuff. So that's why I went into detail with. Richards. Lee ends up confessing what she did to Ty, and Ty believed her that it was self-defense, so everything went back to normal until June 1st. The uh, Mallory thing happened November 30th of 89, so it is now June 1st of 1990, so not even a year later. A construction worker named David Spears was found naked with six bullet wounds in his torso. Not even a week later, June 6th, so five days later, a 40-year-old part-time rodeo worker named Charles, and I'm going to butcher this last name, Karskadon, it's literally C-A-R-S-K-A-D-D-O-N, Karskadon, was... Karskadon. Karskadon? Mm. I tried looking it up. 
how to see pronounce if it. Someone, but no one ever like really talks about him, so I didn't get. He's not that important. <laughs> he wasn't one of the important ones, apparently. So he was found with nine shots of the same twenty-two caliber gun in his nine nine shots. The other one only got three, six. Oh, he got nine. So she loaded it up in him, um, and it was in his upper abdomen and lower chest. July fourth, nineteen ninety, a car belonging to a sixty-five-year-old part-time missionary man named Peter Sims. The scenes was found after it was crashed and witnesses placed two women fleeing the scene that they later identified as Lee and Ty. Peter's body, however, was never found, but Lee's handprint on his car ties her to the crime. She later confesses to killing Peter and in the testimony she would express her regret in killing him, but said she was putting him out of his misery. A 50-year-old sausage salesman, which I didn't know that was such a thing, but there's such a thing as sausage salesman. His name was Troy Burrs, B-U-R-R-E-S-S. He was reported missing, missing July 31st, um, so it's not even the end of the month yet. Uh, it was also in 1990, and his body was found August 4th, just off the same highway as the other victims, and he was shot with the same gun but he was only shot twice. September 12th, same year, 1990, a 56-year-old retired Air Force major that became a police officer that specialized in child abuse, which I thought was sad because he's literally doing the job of like trying to help children and stuff, which she needed when she was younger. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was like a weird full circle thing. Um, but Charles Humphrey, was his name and he was found fully clothed and shot seven times in the head and torso her seventh victim walter antonio was a 16 oh sorry 16 62 year old truck driver whose body was found on november 21st 1990 and he was nearly nude and he was shot four times but it was in the back of him and his head so mm. he was shot from behind which was different from the others. So, on January 9th, 1991, outside the Last Resort Biker Bar in Belusia County, Florida, Arlene Warners was arrested on a warrant that was out for her. Police then arrested Tyria Moore, her lover, the following day. Ty ended up helping the police in exchange for uh, immunity. While Lee was arrested, she made a call, phone call to Ty to check on her. Police were there with Ty, and they recorded the conversation where Ty lied to Lee to get her to, quote, confess her crimes. Lee said what Ty wanted her to hear, um, whatever needed to be so she would be safe, is how Lee put it. When Lee was giving her statement to the police on the murders, she kept asking that Ty be left alone and expressed she had nothing to do with her crimes. During trial, Ty was in the courtroom and she identified Eileen as the killer and told the court when she heard about Richard Mallory's death that she didn't know about the others um, and that she agreed that the Richard one was self-defense 
um, but the other ones were not, and she didn't know about them until after the fact, which is not true. Because <laughs> why else would you be like sitting there crying, saying, "Tell them what you did to those people," like they couldn't keep their stories straight. Yeah, you'd be there saying like, "What are they talking about? What do you mean?" Like, yeah, or saying, uh, "Tell them what you did to the to that one man," but she said, "Tell them what you did to the all those guys," like so she knew it was more than one. But whatever, cops just wanted a testimony, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they gave her immunity. Um, so Lee would go through multiple tri- trials, but the first one with Richard, it would be found that he was accused in the past for assault and rape, and his death would be considered under the guise of self-defense. However, um because she covered up the crime they didn't tell anybody she's found guilty for his death and she would go on to state that all seven of the men were self-defense but trial would deem that those cases did not weren't deemed self-defense and she would be found guilty and sentenced to death for each case um except for one um peter because his body was never found. So you can't... Yeah, it was just his car that was found. Um, while in prison, she would get a letter from a, quote, born-again Christian woman named Irene Prowley, who would adopt her while she's in prison, but later Lee thinks it was just for the greed of money, so they end up kind of fizzing out. Um... During the Richard Mallory case, Lee's attorney, Steve Glazer, and her new mother, Arlene, would advise her to plead guilty with no contest on March 31st, 1992. Since Peter's body, again, wasn't found, she only received six death sentences. And on October 9th, 2002, at 9.47 a.m., 46-year-old Eileen Carol Warners was pronounced dead after lethal injection. She declined her last meal. She had a cup of coffee and she was quoted her last words being, yes, I would just like to say I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus. June 6th, like the movie, big mothership and all. I'll be back. I'll be back. And it was noted that she was still madly in love with Ty until the end. Lee was cremated and she was given to a childhood friend. Her name was Dawn, or name is, she's still alive, Dawn Watkins in Michigan, where she spread her ashes under one of her favorite trees. Wow. And I would state my sources, but um, I told Stefan I have like eight of them, so they'll be in the comments. (laughs) (laughs) You mean in the description? In the descriptions. (laughs) Holy shit, dude. Um, Wow, I keep forgetting how many um, victims there yeah. were. But um, I remember seeing, it's like an infamous uh, video that goes around where she's talking. She's like, they knew I was doing it and they let me do it. And she was talking about the police and why she didn't get caught sooner. And she was like, they let me kill them. She's like, they wanted me to do it. So she is pretty much diagnosed with, schizophrenia and stuff like that but um 
the cops when they did their overkill movie um you kind of see it in that they were basing everything on a serial killer male in his 40s stuff like that they weren't thinking a woman it took one in the movie anyways i don't know about in real life because i don't talk about it but in the movie overkill one cop said who would get these guys naked and there's condoms in the scene which there were in all accounts there's um, used condoms or some, sometimes they were half naked or fully naked um, so they knew sex was involved and so they thought who would get these guys out in the middle of nowhere naked and why would they be needing to use condoms and stuff so one of them thought well what if it was a woman which then some of the officers in the overkill movie were like there's no way it could be a woman but in real life too they did discuss it that a 22 caliber is usually used for self-defense for women and um, in one of the talk shows, the old talk shows that they did in the 90s, um, I was watching, even though the talk show host himself was a biased asshole, um, one of their guest stars um, they had on there was a current prostitute, and she even stated saying that, um, you know, they, some of these customers would be really rough, they would beat you, they would do all this stuff, so you would carry what you could with you, she says, I personally don't do guns, but she pulls out, I didn't even know she had it, you couldn't even see it, she pulls out this fucking knife, and she's like, I'm always armed, and she sticks it back in, and I was just like, okay, <laughs> so, and then she goes into details of um, some of the stuff that Eileen does say in her court case, um, where she says, like, these guys did this to me, um, she's like, yeah, people do that crap, like, yeah, you might see a missionary, even though... Eileen does go on at one point to say that um, he didn't deserve to die. He was just in the wrong place, wrong time. Um, she needed money for her and Ty. And then on another case or time that she's being questioned by the police, she does go on to state that um, he does try to be inappropriate with her and stuff like that. So she's going back and forth a lot on these stories, um, which is clear thing for criminals with schizophrenia. They can't really keep things straight. There's only a few things she kept straight, and one of them being Richard um, Mallory, which, seeing as he had a previous case against him of assault and rape, that was pretty much in the same. So when you say she couldn't keep things straight, did you actually watch her interviews? Live? Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. Her. There's one. Um, there's one with her with the police. Um, there's the this one guy who does a documentary called selling of a celery serial killer um i was gonna say celery stick um <laughs> he interviews with her and she, and it's literally i want to say she's probably gonna be um killed like close to when he interviewed her and she asked him like you know if you're gonna make a change can you look into these people and she starts talking telling these telling him these um um officers names which they had to bleep out um because she said they knew what i was doing and they're also just trying to make money off of me and sure enough he went and he tried to get in touch with the those police officers um and they were avoiding his questions at all costs and then um because it didn't come out that they were doing the movie yet. And then someone was tabbing 
like the phone conversations between those police officers and one of them was found guilty because he was in trying to get money from Eileen and all that and it's caught and so the chief of police had to come out in the make press a and make a statement and talk about his reg- registration reg- resignation yeah so there is some truth into what she said Eileen was saying but you know it's just it sucks I can't help but feel bad for her at the same time I'm disgusted by her it's so weird I was so flippity floppity throughout this entire time Mm-hmm. She's uh, definitely a tortured, broken person. Yeah. And uh, you can't hold a lot against her, but you also can because... Because she even goes at the end, she states that... And I don't know if she's doing it just because she's trying to be right with God or um, she's just like, fuck it, I'm going to die anyways. Let me just give... I'm just going to give them one more hurrah. But she even states that... I think she was trying to make sure she dies but she was like um you know i killed them in cold blood i get what i deserve i need to leave this earth she's to the point where she's hating people hating humanity she didn't want to be here anymore well i mean well think of it this way let's say she gets out what's she gonna do go back to the same damn thing again she knows she knows there's nothing out there for her so i think she's just people are just making money off of her she's like i tried She's like, I was trying to make a life with me and my girlfriend, and sure, I'm mentally unstable, but I Which can't. then people were speculating that Ty knew about all this stuff, and she was using her because she was making a lot of money killing and robbing these guys. Because she would even, and she knew about it too, because she even stated that Eileen would come home with weird stuff, weird belongings, and then she would take it to a... Um, Pawn shop or something. Well, she took a gun to a pawn shop, but no, she had a storage shed where she housed these belongings from each of the men. And Ty knew about it. So, Ty knew there was more than one. Hmm. She just kind of kept shooting her foot every time she was saying, oh, I didn't know it. And then she'd be like, oh, but she had this. And she would come home and she had this. And she brought home a new car every night. That she was out. So there was no suspicion of whatsoever. (laughs) And then, oh yeah, no, she said she would just come home with this car and say that her friend let her borrow it. I'm like, okay, the first time maybe, girl, but the sixth time? Please. Yeah. So. Holy crap. This was a lot. I was shocked that when I talked to people I know about it, or like that I know about it they were like I don't know who that is and I would show them clips and they were like yeah I don't know who that is my grandparents my sister um, some people from work do y'all not watch watch the news or like I guess because it's not a male serial killer wow have they never seen Monster (laughs) it's a famous film Charlie's Throne won an Oscar for it I know I was even telling them about that and they are like Oh no! And then they even asked me, "Who's that?" And I was like, "I always say, she plays the evil queen on Snow White, White and the Huntsman." And they're like, "Oh her! Oh yeah, she's so good." And then they go off on something else. <laughs> yeah, Eileen Wuornos. Wow, she's like popular amongst the true crime community. She's like a. I am shocked that people don't know her as much as I thought. That was so weird because I was like so nervous to do this because she's 
Like I'm gonna feel the same hitter. way when I do like jo- Jeffrey Dahmer because they're so well known. But she's such nobody a heavy hitter. Knew. <laughs> I was just like, what? You don't know who that is? Why don't you know who that is? And then I would show them a picture, and they're like, mm, no. And I'm like, well, here, let me show you a famous clip of her talking. And they're like, yeah, I don't know who that is. I'm like, how? You guys were like 20, 30, you know, around the time that this happened. Wow. <laughs> like, it's not like you were young children not knowing. That's like saying you don't know who the Zodiac Killer is or you haven't heard of Jeffrey Dahmer or you haven't heard of, um, who's another big name? Uh, the guy that was in El Paso in California, what's his name? Uh, Richard Ramirez, like, come on, Eileen Warnos is it. like, she's like, okay, I don't mean to praise a serial killer, but she's like, legendary because she doesn't fit the profile of yeah. a typical female serial killer. She has all the motives of a male serial killer in her, the way that she that her crimes <clears throat> were committed. Well, I mean, she even stated that she even brought up Jeffrey Dahmer and she goes, I'm not one of those sickos like Jeffrey Dahmer where I'm like getting a sick feeling from killing these men. I literally just need money. <laughs> She's a businesswoman. Okay. Yeah. She's like, girl, I'm trying to eat. I think the only one where she, like, felt it is maybe the ones that had, like, the nine, mm-hmm. six shots. But the ones that were two and four, I think it was just like, a boop, 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 give me your money. I'm just going to pick a pocket you and buy. So, I mean, get railed by some unsuspecting dude or just kill him and take his money. Who is already there doing something that's illegal, technically. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Christina, for covering Eileen Warnos. I've wanted you to cover the story for so I long. I did. I completely forgot about Eileen Loki until you brought her back up. And I was like, oh, my God. Why not? Why? Why You're just like, now? Huh, hooker. Huh? Huh? Uh, I just, I love. I, I don't know what it. Remember, I told you I was like on one story and I was like, uh, I'm not feeling it. And then I started another one. And I was like, eh, I'm not feeling it. And then um, Unseen was talking about it on YouTube. And I was like, I don't even have her on my list. Are you fucking kidding me? And so I was like, because they were talking about some some movie that just came out, which was the mm-hmm. American Boogie Woman. And I was like, okay, let me see it. So I watched it. And I'm sitting there like, the fuck is this? This is, this is so fucking stupid. And I was like, no. I was like, I've seen Monster... Let me rewatch it because I've only I only remember some parts. So I rewatched the whole thing and I'm just like, yes, I'm doing this story. I forgot how much I love. No offense, I I know it's weird that I'm saying this. I forgot how much I love this story. <laughs> so I was <laughs> like, I have to. And then while I was doing it, and I saw um, in one of the interviews they were talking about the cops, and then they talked about the movie Overkill, and I was like, Overkill? I don't remember that movie because it came out in '92. I wasn't even born yet like mm. at that time because it was at the beginning of 92 so then i looked it up and there's like only one free thing you can watch it on which is youtube and it was like a f- fucked up like grainy <laughs> which i i saved too if we want to put it in the comments because it's hard to find because they're not really selling it and stuff anymore oh. but um oh a link for it if people want to watch it okay yeah but i watched it and i was just like what the fuck is this <laughs> No offense to, I forgot her name, but she plays Samantha on um, uh, Sex and the City. What is her name? 
She's Why also, did I almost say Jessica Alba? <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker is the other one. No, she also plays... I don't know if you've seen this new TV show that's on Netflix. It's kind of stupid, but it's called Glamorous. She's on that, too. She's... It's... She plays Samantha. What's her name? Are you Googling Sex and the City, Samantha? Yeah. Kim Cattrall? Is that her name? Yeah, Kim yeah, Cattrall. I guess, yeah, her name is Kim Cattrall. Anyways. Kim Cattrall. <laughs> Kim Cattrall. You can cut it out to right there. <laughs> but anyways, she plays in it. She plays Eileen. And I was like, she's like dolling herself up. And I'm like, Eileen's known for wearing cut-off shirts and jeans and not looking like an actual hooker and they kept referring to her partner ty as her friend and they did nothing <laughs> lesbian and they were roommates and they were roommates <laughs> they were roommates yeah they didn't they would not recognize that they were a couple as being um lesbian, lesbian or bi right. because well had like one or two that's Intense. So it makes you think uh, people kind of look up to Eileen Wuornos in a sense. Because there are people that feel sorry for her. And yeah, like um, I said, I felt sorry but also disgusted by her at the same time. Yeah. But I think a lot of it is because of how she grew up. It's like that... Trauma relationship. Yeah, born a killer versus nurtured mm-hmm. theory that a lot of like ethical people... Mm-hmm. Go for, um, but yeah, I don't know. Was she born a killer, or was her environment shaping her? Honestly, because if you took the same human and you put her in a loving family, would she still come out the same? Which that is a big thing for a lot of serial killers, because there's some who have had their normal childhood, and they still come out and kill people. Um, I like to um, challenge that theory with the idea of iron being a big thing in the water at the time, which caused a lot of brain malfunctions in the time frame, which caused brain poisoning and whatnot. And um, in which time frame? The time that serial killers were running rampant from like this, I want to say like the 50s through like the late 80s. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking where, about. Where like there was the massive amount of iron inside the water that people drink and it caused like I thought it was lithium no iron Mm. and it caused iron poisoning which was a big thing um for people which is a theory which is a theory I will admit it is a theory it's not confirmed but it is a theory that they believe that due to that around time frame and when they started cleaning out the iron from the water the serial killer rates started dying down because people weren't getting affected by the water, which caused them to have these impulses. Or people were hiding their shit better. They started learning. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, Eileen Wernos is just an icon for serial killers because she's not one, for me personally, one that went technically looking for it from a... Uh, how do you say a need versus she fell into that um, situation as in a situation of 
having trauma and also just being put in a situation where she had to defend herself. And then it became kind of a, well, I did it before. I can do it again. Well, and then some people theorize that she knew what she was doing. She would just be in the situation and um, she would be traumatized or something from her grandfather, which I think in Overkill or something, it would like show her grandfather's face and mm. she'd just be like, ah, shooting the person. <laughs> um, so dramatic. Um, but that could be a thing. I mean, I we, we won't are, know because the only know, two people are those two, and they're both dead now. But one was dead, and the other one is the killer, and the little was characterized as uh, being psychotic, but at the same time was fit to stand trial. Mm. It's checked off by not one but three psychologists. <laughs> I think wow. they just wanted to... Our system is amazing. I, <laughs> I think they were trying to get it to where she would meet, as one of the family members said, old Sparky. But she got done with the trials in the time that it changed from electric to, to lethal, lethal in Florida. Mm. So she got Ooh, Are you going to cover electric cares in the story? So in one of the documentaries, this guy literally breaks down everything that happens when um, someone is on death row and it's their day... For the electric chair and he describes to a T everything that happens and what happens to that um, human when it, they're being you know electrocuted. electrocuted and so I was like listening to his story and I was like oh my god we should talk about I should do something that covers all the ways that people or like the difference between um, electric and lethal and stuff like that are you going to cover hanging Maybe maybe I do like a whole thing about because I know how they um, serve justice in the past versus today, mm-hmm. and just Big do time. like a whole justice throughout the, the years. These are the different ways people were sentenced to death. Ooh, what about um, what's that thing where they put the pick in your eye and they hit that part uh, of your lobotomy? Brain? There you go, lobotomy. Well, that's not really for... No, it's not execution. I'm just yeah. saying it's just to try and fix the mental problems of people. But oh, they reality... would do that for, like, anything. One person, she had PTSD from... It may have been fake. It could have just been a story that I read. But she had PTSD from um, childbirth. She just, you know, just, she was well, having that. And then they did the lobotomy to try to fix it. And she just became a vegetable. Yeah, that's what they did with a lot of people. I remember, um, and that's what we were doing, covered it too, but um, the I know one patient would have uh, kind of like a laughing fits or something of the sort. Or like... Like a, Joker. Yeah, like the Joker or something, and they gave like him a lobotomy. And they're like, he's fixed, but in reality, all of that is still happening in their head. It's just they're not expressing it as they would... Because you just destroyed a nerve. That's mm-hmm. all you fucking That's did. That's all you did. So it's and you like put a hole you in didn't their brain. fix anything. You just yeah. like basically duct tape them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Lobotomies are pretty fucked up, people. Yeah. So we can talk about that one day. And just It'd be cool. Out. I mean, I find it interesting. Maybe it can be one of my Halloween specials. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to do the stuff in for now on when I have great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I just need to grow my hair longer and flop it around. I'll just give you one of my wigs. <laughs> <laughs> give me the blue one. <laughs> the blue one. 
Oh, man. Well, thank you so much, Christina. Thank you. And thank you for yours. That was a good story. Ugh, I'm excited to release this episode. I know, right? I was so excited to come and tell the story because I've been working really hard on this and I knew you would love it. Eileen Wernos, I wish you better in your next life. If y'all believe in resurrection. Or if she did. Or if I she mean, any. I feel like anyone that was like raped and beaten and shit as a child deserves better in the next life, even if they have done terrible things. This started off terrible. You can only have one way to go, you know? Mm-hmm. For a lot of people. Because, like, with my circumstance, I ended up being raised and loved and all that. She didn't. She had the woods. She had to fend for herself. Yeah. So. Fucking fruit fly, uh. Shoe fly don't bother me. Oh. Where'd he go? Go to the light. Go to the light. <laughs> go to the light. Just gonna cover my soda. <laughs> Just don't. Anyways, well, thank you so much for Christina, Christina, for your story and joining me today on the podcast. And thank you guys for listening and watching. And coming again uh, <laughs> for episode 24. Let us know if you guys um, support Eileen Warnos. Um, or if you uh, want to get railed by a werewolf. <laughs> If you're into that sort of thing. These are the questions you want answered. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a big werewolf burly man to come and pound you out? Or <laughs> are werewolves your nightmare? Um, have you guys heard of Eileen Wernos? Or are we just like coming into a new generation that doesn't give a fuck anymore? I mean, that could be it. I mean, people easily forget everything. Yeah. Unless there's a documentary coming out on it on Netflix. Or a new reel TikTok video. Next thing you know, Netflix is going to release a series with Eileen Wuornos, but she's like a like a preppy teen in high school. And Kill she me. smokes cigarettes and she wears like... She flashes people and smokes cigarettes. And she has fishnets. For more cigarettes. <laughs> or she wears like, uh, what is it, Gucci and <laughs> all these other things. She's got a Prada purse. And she's like, no, I will not be going to the play. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. It's <laughs> all pink. Pew pew. <laughs> oh god, they really know how to kill stuff. And they'll name it something shitty like uh, I don't know, like what's another word? What like that stupid show Euphoria? What's another thing? Um, they'll call it like elegance or some stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> or like uh, lover. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't even know, dude. Just something stupid that they come up with. Um, <laughs> breathtaking or <laughs> breathtaking. <laughs> something dumb and shitty. Oh, man. Or just name it prostitute. The night worker. <laughs> the night worker. The night worker. The woman of the night. <laughs> the floozy. <laughs> Cover your ankles, you dirty scoundrel. Red light. The red light district. Ugh. That could be a cool band name. The red light district. Isn't that a name of something? Yeah, there's an actual red light district. I think it's in... No, like a band or like a... Oh. Movie or like 
so a like, show. I know it's in Amsterdam or whatever. It's like their actual place that they turn on the red lights mm. when you go. Well, thank you guys. Um, hope to see you next time. And uh, like, follow, share, subscribe. Send in your stories. Visit our website. Look at our bios. Look at Give our us... nudes. I'm just kidding. We don't have nudes. That's not yeah. yet. That's for our OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. One day. And um, it'll mostly be kitty paws, <laughs> feet pics, <laughs> um, little toe beans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, if you guys want are following us on Facebook, which you should be, um, so send in a post or something. Of the, said I. <laughs> um, tell us your favorite um, candy that you want like to eat. Right now, I got M and M's and Reese's cups. Even um, though they don't support us. So. Yeah, they don't support us, so free advertisement. So if y'all ever want to come back to us, we're going to give you sponsorship and you owe us $12,000. Or you can suggest what candy we eat next. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, suggest a candy that we can have on the next episode. Or Moscato. <laughs> oh, yes. Or a drink. Little. Yes. Just we, a drink in general. Any drink. Be it soda, juice. As um, you can tell, we love drinking. <laughs> We're very thirsty. By the way, before we started, I had already a water bottle that I dealt. We each had a water bottle and a <laughs> yeah. soda each. So, dry mouth. Anyways, kidney bye stones. <laughs> okay, bye. Kidney stones. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bye. Bye. Get ra- yeah, get railed by a giant wolf cock. Remember, full moons, werewolves come out night. I'm gay. I'm gay. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.